Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. One guy across the state that's very happy that the Blues have a seven-game winning streak is CBSSports.com college football insider Dennis Dodd, who joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Mr. Dodd. How you doing? I am great. Uh, I am thankful this holiday season that the Blues are no longer looking up at the Arizona Coyotes. So all is good. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty. That was pretty rough there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> It was. <laughs> so, hey, let's start with this, and uh, we, we want to dive in. But uh, f- uh, first things first, I-, I said this morning on the show that I think if you're an unbeaten Power 5 conference champion, that, unless there are four other unbeaten Power 5 conference champions, that you should be in the playoff. What do you think of TCU? Yeah, which there won't be four undefeated conference champions, so we already know that. Um, if TCU wins out, they're in. Uh, no undefeated Conference champion has been left out. In fact, uh, the last to be left out was an undefeated SEC champion, Auburn, in 2004. And at that moment, Mike Slide, the former commissioner, made it his life's work to start working on a playoffs. So teams like this would be included, including the SEC champion. So TCU, TCU controls his own destiny. Talking about coaching rumors, I think the Lane Kiffin saga has really just taken over social media with that local reporter in Mississippi supposedly breaking the news that Lane Kiffin will be going to Auburn. What are you hearing about that? And also, I kind of hope for that local reporter's sake that he's that he's <laughs> correct about that, because, I mean, that's a career ruiner right there. Well, he's, uh, Lane Kiffin could make him wrong by accepting the job on Saturday or Sunday. Monday. <laughs> yeah. the, guy said it would be, the guy said it would be Friday. I wouldn't put it past Lane to do something like that. He's the number one target at, uh, at Auburn. Um, whether that comes about, you know, we'll see. It looks like it is. But, look, he's going to get paid either way. He's at one of the high points of his career. His agent is super agent Jimmy Sexton, and the money they're talking about um, from either Ole Miss or Auburn is, uh, you know, seven years as much as eighty-four million dollars. Uh, I don't think he's going to get one of those ten-year deals, but he might. Uh, I think he's an accomplished coach. He's he's fun to follow on Twitter. His dog is fun to follow on Twitter. Juice. So uh, you know this. Uh, and the other thing is, he's only seven openings right now. Auburn is clearly the best opening, warts and all. Even with the meddling, even with the boosters, it is a better job than Ole Miss. Is Ole Miss a more comfortable job? Absolutely. Uh, they could build a statue with him winning nine games or eight games every year there. So, uh, in fact, he's he won, nine, what is it, 18 in two years. That's the third most in a two-year span in the school's history. Hey, Dennis, uh, you talked about Auburn being one of the openings and, and there are seven other jobs. Are there any other openings that you believe will come about here in the next couple of weeks? And, and which coaches do you think are, are um, in prime position for those openings? There's going to be a bunch of group of five uh, openings. Um, not It was 31 last year, 31 job changes. We're not going to have that many this year just because – in the last three years coming into this season, guys, there have been 72 job changes. I think 69 schools change coaches because some change twice in that span. Uh, I think it's really interesting to watch Colorado because I think 
the former Missouri uh, defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters, is going to get that. Uh, the North, he's at Northwestern D.C. right now. But they're all over the place, and not necessarily in a bad way. They're, they talked to Deion Sanders, supposedly. He said it's too cold there. I don't want to go out west. And they circled back on him, still trying to get him to the side. Bronco Mendenhall, the former Virginia and BYU coach, is involved. Uh, Gary Patterson supposedly is involved. He wants to get back in. Barry Odom desperately wants to get back in. Watch him at uh, at Tulsa if they make a move, which it looks like they're going to do. So it's not going to be premier jobs. The jobs you see right now are probably the premier openings um, because the likes of Stanford isn't going to pull the trigger. I'm at Texas A&M right now working on a story. They're not going to do anything in Jimbo. Um, so it's what, what you see right now, the biggest ones. Hey, Dennis, you mentioned Deion Sanders. Could you see him getting into a power, a power five position this year? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's interviewed He's interviewed several times with several schools. Uh, I did a story earlier this year. Uh, he interviewed at Arkansas before they hired Sam Pittman. And the, the AD there, Hunter Juracek, um, who will be bringing his team to Missouri, obviously, this weekend. He gave Dion a courtesy interview at the time because Eric Musselman shared the same representation as Dion. He was so impressed with Dion as a coach and as a person, he flew down to Texas, to Dallas, where Dion lived, with his number two and interviewed him again. Now, it didn't work out, but he told me, and it's it, for publication, that this guy absolutely is a power five coach, and he's always said publicly that he, he would have to entertain offers. So I think Dion Sanders as a coach, we, are, we all know everything else about Deion Sanders, but as a coach, I think he's, he's frankly underrated. He's going to have a job. Dennis Dodd of CBSSports.com with us on 101 ESPN. I want to touch on Nebraska as well, because as you reported, several sources of yours suggested that Matt Rule turned down the Nebraska job. And you also report that Lance Leopold will be one of their targets. But is that, uh, obviously, it's, it's a power five job, so it's sought after. But is that cons- still considered a really, really good job? It's, it's not. Potentially it is. I mean, in this hiring cycle, yeah, it's probably right behind Auburn. Um, but I was there earlier this year for the Oklahoma game in the aftermath of the Scott Frost hiring. And just looking at the product on the field, there's miles to go before they are, are able to compete at a level that they um, that they want. You know, baby steps. They just take a bowl a bowl right now, um, but they've got to get talent in there. And think about this, guys. It, it, right now, you can say, "Oh yeah, all they need to do is split with Iowa and Wisconsin and the Big Ten West, and they got a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship game." Not so fast. Every conference in FBS is going to go to this one division thing for better access to an expanded playoff. So now who are you competing against? Mm-hmm. You get to play for the Big Ten Championship, Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. So, yeah, I don't know where they turn. Uh, Lance Leopold is out. He got extended. Kalen DeBoer is out. He got extended, the coach at Washington. And Matt Rule has turned them down and may sit out all of 2023 to look around. I don't know where they turn right now. It's going to be really interesting. We were talking about earlier uh, the college football playoff rankings with LSU ahead of USC. What are your thoughts on that with LSU being above them right now? Yeah, I thought that was the biggest development last night. The committee is telling us that if LSU beats Georgia, they're going to be two SEC teams. I mean, they're poised 
right there. And I always, I, at the moment they beat Alabama and went 7-2, I said and wrote that LSU can now see a path to not only uh, the SEC title, but a CFP berth, but a national championship. Not saying it'll happen, but there's a path. I mean, you wind your way through that, you beat Alabama and Georgia, you know, the overarching number one on really a, 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 in a road game in Atlanta and the SEC championship game, I don't think you can keep a two-loss LSU out. And that's what the committee was saying. And they won't drop Georgia out of the top four unless it's some sort of blowout, which is really hard to see on, on LSU's part. But that's what they were telling us. The, the next big, biggest beneficiary is, uh, I think, USC. If they went out, they're in. Hey, Dennis, I feel like the FCS does a really good job with their playoffs. The, the top 24 teams make it in. Um, if college football, if FBS does decide, and when they do decide to, to make that transition to more teams, how many teams do you see uh, becoming that, that, that final eight, final 16? How many teams do you think it could be? Oh, it's going to be 12. That's been decided upon. That's a done deal. The logistics are being figured out. Um, the money, head-to-head with the NFL, that's one of the biggest – that's one of the biggest things. You know, the NFL is so ubiquitous that it now plays on Thursday. It plays on Monday. It has 18-week season. Um, it has an extra la- layer of wild card. And they're doing all they can to avoid having to go head-to-head with NFL because that's a ratings stealer. Um, the other thing is the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl wants to keep its traditional January 1st spot after the parade, 5 o'clock Eastern. Well, the problem with that is the Rose Bowl – does not have much leverage. It was diminished the moment uh, USC and UCLA went to the Big Ten uh, because it's in games that it doesn't play in the playoff, in a quarterfinal or semifinal, you're going to have second and third place teams from, uh, you know, from a diminished Big uh, Pac-12, obviously, we know now, and the Big Ten. So it's going to be very desirable. And that spot in the TV universe is money. So I think the CFP people want to keep that open to whatever they have slotted there for playoff games. Hey, Dennis, we got word early in the season that UCLA and USC were moving to the Big Ten. Is that yeah. still a lock, a lot going on, with, apparently, with UCLA, right? Uh, yeah, the Regents, the, the Cal system Regents have kissed the can, and they will meet again December 14th. Everybody I talk to thinks this is just a political football that's being played out and that uh, eventually UCLA will end up having to cut Cal a check because they got left behind in a devalued Pac-12, as I mentioned, on an annual basis from that monster Big Ten money, which is about $75 million per year. But on the off chance that UCLA is forced to stay in the Pac-12, think of this scenario. I, this was strongly suggested to me by a person of influence. If, if the Big Ten isn't able to fulfill its contract to CBS, NBC, and Fox and lose to UCLA, they're not going to sit still. They're going to go get Oregon, Washington, maybe more, because they have content in a contract that they've promised to those networks that they have to deliver on. Wow. So in that scenario, I could see the Big Ten essentially collapsing the Pac-12 to get that contract done. Amazing. Hey, one last thing before we let you go. You mentioned that you're at A&M. I'm wondering, and you can tell us, and by the way, we advise everybody to check out the story that you write about that situation, but with the $86 million buyout due Jimbo, do you think that that will cause teams to think twice about giving out these 10-year, $95 million contracts? Well, so far, the answer to that is no. I mean, it's not only the, the money he's owed, it's that it's all guaranteed. Um, 
you know, and he was, he was a guy that Dave was leveraging him to LSU at the time. Um, the other situations at Michigan State where uh, Mel Tucker is, I think, four games over his 500 in his career, and he's got that 10-year deal worth $95 million, and you wonder where it will stop. Um, the, these agents are running that, that part of the game right now, and they almost create a false market. I mean, would I'm trying to remember the, oh, uh, last year, when James Franklin was the hottest thing going, then they finished seven and six, and Penn State still gave him a ten-year deal worth seventy-five million. You know who, who exactly were they competing against at that point? Would Mel Tucker have taken? I don't know, eighty-five million for ten years over ninety-five million, and two boosters are are put are uh, uh, paying for it there. So if, if they're running the department, which essentially they are, if they don't like the volleyball coach, if they don't like the baseball coach, they can follow you know fire those people. So we entered a new era, we're continuing to be it. It's, it's remarkable to watch. I'm going to pass along one little anecdote that I heard at a game at Mizzou when the, the athletic director at Mizzou, Desiree uh, Reed francois was asked about uh, Eli Drinkwitz midseason. Allegedly, this is what I heard from a, a person tied in, she said, he's, he's really the board of trustees coach. I didn't hire him. Jim Sterk didn't hire him. He's the board of trustees coach. And that's not unique to Mizzou, is it? That's, that's the way college football works now, is it? The AD is, is kind of somebody who gathers information, but it's boards of trustees that are doing all of this stuff. Yeah, if that's the case, at Missouri, it's not unique. I mean, at Auburn alone, you've got Jimmy Rain, who uh, I think is CEO of Yellowwood, you know, that, you know, that Yellowwood, that mm-hmm. company. And he's been calling the shots there for years. Um, before that, it was uh, a retired banker who still has influence. So one of the questions for... Um, Lane Kiffin is, you know, can he get promises that they won't meddle? And I'm talking about meddle. You know, they they created this sort of false investigation and besmirched Brian Harson's character while he was on vacation. He had done something untoward last February. Nothing came of it. But they had stained him maybe for his life, for his professional life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, the, the reasons and the trustees at all these places have to sign off on these contracts. And when you go into a job and it's not the AD who hired you, that's a situation everywhere. But I, I guess I can't speak to Missouri specifically, but, yeah, that's a concern. Dennis Dodd, great to hear your voice. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Th- thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the football weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you, guys. Thanks. All right, let's go Blues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Dodd of CBSSports.com on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well.
And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.